Hello guys, thank you so much for tuning in to a date with Tinderella. I hope you are enjoying the podcast and don't forget this is based on the book A Date with Tinderella. You can download it and get full access to all of the episodes and chapters where we discover how people date across cultures all over the world especially with dating apps nowadays. I think the dating game has changed. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the low pandemic because I think the quarantine time has also shifted how we are going to find love and what we've been doing during this past couple months. And it gives you really an opportunity to uh, realize that emotional intimacy is something super hard to accomplish. When you focus on just one person and you're not constantly doing the dating apps every weekend, and just sleeping around, you know, it really makes you think about how can you love better, right? How can we have a love pandemic? First of all, what is a pandemic? A pandemic is a widespread disease all over the world. But I was being sarcastic. We don't have a love pandemic, but perhaps we should, right? After interviewing hundreds of people around the globe, I realized that the number one issue we face, no matter where we come from, what age group, what social status or gender, is the fact that we don't know how to love. We go into relationships to get and not to give. And part of the reason is because we don't love ourselves. What do you think about this, guys? I really want to hear your uh, opinion. Don't forget to follow us also on Instagram at David Tinderella. And nowadays that everybody has been stuck at home, if you didn't have a quarantine partner, it's been kind of a roller coaster for you, right? I've been getting a lot of phone calls and messages on how to actually take advantage of this time to build intimacy with just one person instead of, you know, hooking up and just doing dating apps all over the place, right? I want to hear from you. Um, so we go into relationships to get and not to give. And part of the reason is because we don't love ourselves. We don't know how to love because nobody teaches us how to love. There's no manual for it. Our parents don't talk about it. And most individuals are disconnected with their spirituality because it would take too much effort and pain to dig deep inside of our souls. Remember, if you want to know how to love, first you have to know who you are, what you want, and you have to be loved because you cannot give what you don't have. But what's very easy is to have a whole bunch of mediocre relationships but nothing to account for them in the end of the day because remember the people that are going to be there in times like this for example during pandemic or when you're getting into a car accident or when you get a flat tire or when someone in your close circle of family dies the person that is going to be there for you is the person that you build a relationship with and that takes a lot of time and effort right um but why don't we love ourselves We don't love ourselves because we grew up numbing our feelings. We are thought by society that saying I love you and being vulnerable is wrong or a sign of weakness. We are taught by the media the delusional idea of love, a materialistic exchange where true connection is replaced by how big your ring is or how big your house is or how big your wedding will be. This, guys, is not love because no matter how much money you make and how successful you are you want to have someone to share that life with right because in the end of the day what gives us happiness and fulfillment it's the quality of our relationships sooner or later most of us come to the realization that we've been blind throughout our lives changing a fairy tale that is never going to arrive most of us didn't get the right idea of love at home and for sure we didn't get it outside in the world 
a world where we are taught that we that we are that we have what we do instead of a world where we are who we become and remember the first step into um, really trying to live a great life is to do self-recovery and self-development no one makes you thick and a lot of times girls and guys call me because they can't find the right partner but that's because they have not really sat down write it down and visualize how they how the life with this partner would be right so you need to have a really clear picture of what you want and who you are in order to achieve that dream prince charming or you know the the princess that you're looking for here are some ludicrous ideas that prevent you from finding love take note guys number one you don't know who you are and what you want in life number two you feel lost so you expect your other half to give you the validation that you can't give yourself because remember you cannot give what you don't have number three you are not in touch with your feelings and you can't say I love you in a sincere, pure way. A lot of people have issues opening up and being vulnerable because they don't know how to build emotional intimacy, guys. How do you feel about this one? Hmm? Number four, you go into relationships to get and not to give because you're so empty that there's nothing for you to really give right number five we don't understand the vulnerability is a strength and the true friendships and relationships are built through vulnerability they need to see all your colors the good and the bad because feelings are not just good feelings you need to feel all of them the good and the bad because we're human Number six, we manifest a love that is someone else's idea of love instead of doing the self-work to figure out what works for us. How many times you are chasing this fairy tale dream that the media sells you or you act in a certain way or you look for a certain partner because that's what mom and dad taught you or that's what you learned through religion and culture in a home or at school, right? Number seven, we don't reflect on what we can bring to the table. How can we improve the other person's life? You need to know your value. You need to know what you're bringing to the person's life to make it a better one, right? We are so scared, empty inside that we don't have any love to give. Number nine, we date just to hook up and not to build true emotional intimacy. And at the end of the day, we feel lonely because we realize that nobody's there for us when we really need them, right? And I think that's been one of the transitions that a lot of people has been going through now during quarantine life. Um, and the opposite has also happened, you know, then they realize that by focusing on just one partner, then magic can happen. Um, number 10, we run away from problems instead of growing and learning from them. It is so easy to just run away or numb your feelings and numb the pain instead of actually facing that fear and making it your bitch. Remember guys, whatever problem is an whatever problem is just an opportunity. What is it trying to tell me? What is it trying to teach me? It's really important that you face it full force because those fears and demons will come back will come back and hunt you if you don't make them your bitch. Number 11. We don't know how to apologize. And this is a huge one because it is so important to always take responsibility and the communication improves so much better and the energy in the partnership or the relationship improves so much more if you know how to apologize. You should do it emphatically and also fast because it's so refreshing to have someone that takes responsibility for their actions. Number 12, we choose hate instead of harmony. 
number 13, who choose expectations instead of gratitude. And I assure you guys this, if you replace gratitude for expectations, your outcome is going to be so much nicer because when you live in a grateful state of mind, this shows and then that's all you're going to attract. People that are also being grateful about life and grateful for having you in their lives as well. So when you practice gratitude on a continuous basis this is going to transform your life because it's done it for me and i believe you can do the same thing for you we lie to ourselves and to others it's very important to stay true to your feelings and true to your story and your narrative and your true colors because when you start a relationship in lying with lying or you know with not a solid foundation then that relationship is going to crumble down the road and it's also very important not to lie to ourselves you know if you're not feeling sure about something or about someone you need to say you need to express that and you need to really work out the feelings inside of you right you need to find out the why and we don't know how to compromise number 15 we don't know how to compromise we think that everybody's going to be the perfect partner right from the get-go right off the bat and we're not willing to compromise because now when you are with someone the way you live has to change it has to be different it can't stay the same and you cannot treat the other person your partner your loved one like your intimate relationship partner you can't treat him as a friend you have to have a special place a sacred place where the two of you can accomplish nirvana together right number 16 we believe that we are perfect, so we expect our partners to be perfect. And we already talked about that, right? Number 17, we cheat hoping to get better deal with someone else. There's always people out there that are looking for the grass greener in the other side. And let me tell you guys, this is not the case. This is self-destructive behavior and you can sabotage yourself, right? And remember, cheating is not really cheating on the other person. If you are a cheater, you need to understand that you're actually cheating on yourself. You're cheating on the opportunity that you could have to have a beautiful life in a beautiful relationship so when you cheat or you're cheated on you have to really understand the why right and if you're the one that is cheated on then sometimes those signs you know and red flags need to be looked at and really just move on or you know transform and understand why is it happening to you number 18 we don't understand that cheating is to be dishonest with ourselves Number 19, we don't work in our childhood traumas. And this is super important. How many times you go out on dates or you hook up or you're dating someone and you don't even know how they grew up. It's very important that you get to know each other in an intimate level and you know your issues and you know the things that you have to bring to the table in order to cure your childhood wounds and this is for both of you because you can both help each other out you need to know about your own traumas as much as your partners right number 20 we are not interested to know our partner's childhood traumas what i was telling you it takes a little bit of work and effort and sometimes it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation but it's necessary 21 we don't practice self-work and self-development. Guys, everything is start by us. If we don't start really working on ourselves on a continuous basis, the same way you take showers or brush teeth, we are never going to grow and evolve and we're not going to be the best version of ourselves for sure. We try to control others instead of inspiring and empowering others. Remember, control is not love. You don't own people. You don't control them. That's not love. When you when you are feeling, you know, 
those need to be empower and not empowering the other people, the other person in the relationship or other people in general, then there is a problem with you, right? Number 23, we don't change, learn or grow together. So many couples call me to tell me that they're growing apart. And this is why, because they prefer to walk away and pretend they are in a relationship, but living separate lives, not sharing the same hobbies, not growing together. And this eventually will tear you apart, will really break your relationship. Because if you're not evolving and growing together, then um, you are going to grow apart, guys. You get the point, right? I'm sure you can identify with one or more of one of these statements or all of them for that matter because nobody teaches us how to love we don't take a class in school and there's no after school program to develop love as a skill you can talk to your friends about it because most likely they are also you can't talk to your friends about it because most likely they're also on the same boat they're clueless it's like the blind leading the blind right you can't talk to your parent your, to your partner because that will create friction and insecurity how many of you guys it's so hard to express your feelings and your emotions or your doubts even to your partner. And you hide your feelings because you don't want to hurt them, right? Most of the world prefers to buy the fairy tale that never shows what happens after Prince Charming and Cinderella get together. They prefer to dilute themselves in alcohol or drugs instead of dealing with their inner feelings and emotions. Most of the world would prefer to watch the suffering in others because they can relate. And that is easier than working hard at creating magnif a magnificent life. We are sometimes addicted to pain and we bond sometimes through pain with other people. It's contagious, right? What really takes a huge effort is to snap out of that and create a beautiful, magical, loving pandemic together, right? It, you feel secure in a home when you are... You, when you have something to complain about when you are sad or depressed or, you know, complaining with addictions and complaining about your relationships. That's the easy way out because most people can relate. It feels familiar. But to make that change and to put that extra effort to figure out what works for you, it's magical, but it takes a lot of work and it's supposed to be hard and scary. But we can do hard things, guys. We survive, we mold, we change. So make sure that you're putting that extra effort on building fulfilling and meaningful relationships being in pain hurt broken and fall and failing is the easy and failing is the easy way out most people can connect with that playing victim will get you lots of friends lots of friends that will agree with you because they are doing the same things they're also addicted to the pain and suffering they attach themselves to the familiar because breaking up the unhealthy pattern would take too much work and effort they prefer to keep out spread, keep on spreading poison instead of being the medicine. They choose to destroy instead of create. They choose to die instead of to live. Oh, deep. They choose to die instead of to live. Make sure, guys, you are not living a life where you already have that, right? That something that is nice or good enough or okay or sort of fine it's not a wonderful, fulfilling life, guys. So make sure you're not living half dead already by not really pursuing this magic zone where you can actually create a love pandemic in all of your relationships and by doing so, improving your community and your society, right? And how can we create a love pandemic? How can we spread serenity, love, happiness instead of hate, revenge, and greed? Why are we so empty inside that we don't have anything to give? 
Why don't we choose to be the light we want to see in others? Why don't we choose to be the change we want to see in the world? And one of the main things that I learned through therapy while I was going through my divorce is that you need to be the change you want to see in the world. If you want to change your partner, there is something wrong with you. You have to start by changing yourself, right? I have a theory. I believe the problem is in the media. How many magical movies that promote true realistic love are being produced out there? How many segments of love and magic do you see in the news? Most people don't even like to see the news anymore because it promotes fear and destruction. Why? Because love doesn't sell. This is why you will not find out. This is why you will not find it there. But perhaps with everything going around the world, right now we could create a love pandemic. We could create a love pandemic. And remember, instead of spreading fear and, you know, pain through the media, why don't we focus on actually spreading some love, serenity and magic, right? Why don't we spread more ways to live a magical, fulfilled and happy life? There is so much good out there, guys. Humans are good. We are good. There is so much beauty all around us. It is time to start spreading those stories instead of the ugly ones. Join me in the journey to, sp to spread a love pandemic. Stay tuned for the next segment. I really hope you enjoy my essay. And remember, be the love that you want to receive because that's what you're going to attract if that's all you have inside of you. Hello guys, I really hope you enjoy my love pandemic essay because right now I've been getting so many phone calls from friends that had been, you know, surprised by the fact that by just focusing on one person during quarantine, they have built a stronger bond and emotional intimacy, something that you cannot have when you're using your dating apps every weekend just to hook up, right? So what is emotional intimacy? Emotional intimacy is an aspect of interpersonal relationships that varies in intensity from one relation to another, from one relationship to another, and varies from one time to another, much like physical intimacy. So, emotional intimacy varies in intensity and it also changes from time to time depending on what stage on the relationship you are in because remember nothing stays the same our emotions our feelings relationships and life in general is like a wave constant movement and it's our homework to learn how to ride that wave and learn how to surf it better right emotional intimacy can be expressed in verbal and non-verbal communication The degree of comfort, effectiveness, and mutual experience of closeness might indicate emotional intimacy between two individuals. Intimate communication is both expressed talking and implied. For example, friends sitting close on a park bench in silence. And I am talking about emotional relation, uh, intimacy in all your relationships, guys. We are not talking just in the loving one that you have. Perhaps this is a very, very important one. But emotional intimacy you can have with friends, family members, a sister, your brother, a mentor, even a colleague, right? Emotional intimacy depends primarily on trust, as well as the nature of the relationship and the culture in which it's observed. Remember how I told you, like, media, culture, your social status, your age group really shifted the perception of um, how relationships are supposed to happen, how dating and how love happens. And the reason why we have such a hard time navigating sometimes this wave is because we don't know how to love and we don't know how to love ourselves. 
So remember, you have to trust yourself, trust your in instincts, and stay true to yourself in order to build stronger bonds. Emotional intimacy is different from sexual intimacy. Sens sexual intimacy can take place with or without emotional intimacy. Sexual intimacy differs from emotional intimacy because it often does not occur within any kind of sexual content. Like I told you, you can have the most amazing emotional intimacy with someone and not necessarily have to sleep with them because they don't have to be just a sexual partner, right? Emotional intimacy is a psychological event that happens when trust levels and communication between two people are such that it fosters a mutual sharing of one another deepest selves. So you need to have communication, right? And you need to have um, a psychological event where you're able to open up and share your vulnerable deepest secrets, what's happening in your heart, your soul. Depending on the background and, conver and conversation, at the participants, emotional intimacy by involved disclosing thoughts, feelings, emotions. So you have to disclose your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions in order to have emotional intimacy. And you do this because you want to reach the understanding, offer mutual support, or build a sense of community. Or it might involve sharing a duty without commentary. This is how you build intimacy, trust, and communication and opening up your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. This is how you build beautiful relationships, guys. Deep intimacy requires a half level of transparency and openness. Conversation is a key point in every emotional intimate relationship. For example, a long distance relationship is purely based on conversation. A long distance relationship can be stronger in comparison to a normal one because it forces the two partners to enhance the conversation process. So when you are communicating and you are talking, perhaps it's the best way to get to know each other and the best way to get close to each other. Because many times, you know, out of convenience, we have someone next to us to watch TV with or to go to the gym or to go for a run, but then we're not really opening up because it's more like a companionship than having to trust our feelings and emotions through communication, right? This involves a degree of vulnerability that can feel uncomfortable or anxiety producing to many individuals. So many people have issues talking about their feelings and opening up. And remember, this level of vulnerability can be uncomfortable and it will be uncomfortable especially if you're not used to having a relationship and it can produce anxiety so you have to recognize that the process is supposed to be hard it's not supposed to be easy it's like taking a hike uphill it's very tough but the view is so beautiful from the peak right this involves a degree of vulnerability that can feel uncomfortable and anxiety producing to many people these feelings do however tend to diminish and even dissolve over time and with practice and i always talk about practice 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 because practice makes king so make sure that you are trying a little bit harder if it feels uncomfortable because that means that you're growing that you're trying something new and different and you are evolving in your relationship right Couples who partake in this act of emotional intimacy are able to be more comfortable with each other. They feel they can share their dreams and their positive characteristics as long as the negative ones. There are great moments and also tough moments. Everything in life is like that, guys. You can't have the good moments without the bad ones because then you wouldn't appreciate the good ones, right? You need to have perspective and you need to understand that 
there's good moments, bad moments, there's happiness, there's sadness, there's love, there's hate, there's serenity, there's rage, right? We are such a complex um, characters that it's very important that we are in tune and stay true to our emotional roller coasters. Um, emotional intimacy is being able to communicate your feelings to show how much you care. It is important to practice emotional intimacy in relationships. A lack of emotional intimacy could be solved by taking time to be with your partner throughout the duration of your relationships. Many specialists suggest that talking about problems as soon as they arise is wise to continue to have this emotional intimacy. And most importantly, being honest, expressing appreciation, and routinely, consistently communicating, communicating also keeps stable emotional intimacy levels hmm super duper interesting guys a lot of you have been asking me about this and you know i'm huge on just kind of focusing on one person and really seeing what that takes me because i don't believe the meaningful relationships are the ones that come and go and they're casual i believe that you need to have a little bit more hmm, finesse and a little bit more effort and focus and just dealing with one person because the level of intimacy the love the affection that you build takes more work but it's also much nicer and you develop better as a human when you have that love to share your life with right your partner in crime the five item emotional intimacy scale is a scale which enables to evaluate emotional intimacy in a relationship hmm emotional intimacy scale interesting its goal is to predict the different outcomes produced by the existence of an intimate relationship. This scale is created with a study of different items which are fundamental components of the intimate relationship. Some persons need to answer to a questionnaire. They answer to judge the degree of truth of each of these components in comparison with the actual situation. How many times, guys, for all those of you that have been married to church or you are you know, following some sort of religion when you want to get married you need to do um sort of something like this an intimacy training you know a questionnaire to really get to know each other and a lot of times couple go into couples go into this counseling before the wedding and they realize they don't really know who their partner is so make sure you're staying true to yourself and make sure you are disclosing each other's um you know childhood behavior and traumas that you want to bring into the relationship to fix because remember when you are in a committed intimate relationship that's the best way that you develop and overcome all these childhood uh, wounds right so there are five i if there's five different components one this person completely accepts, accepts, accepts me as i am hmm two i can openly share my deepest thoughts and feelings with this person three this person cares deeply for me. Four, this person will, willing, will willingly help me in any possible way. Five, my thoughts and feelings are understood and affirmed by this person. Again, these are some of the steps and tips that you need to have in order to find out if you have intimate emotional intimacy in your relationship, guys. And then let's read them one more time because they're super important. And a lot of times you don't even realize that you have them already. And a lot of times you don't realize that you don't have them. So it's very important that we do the work to kind of find out, right? Number one, this person completely accepts me as I am. Number two, I can openly share my deepest thoughts and feelings with this person. How cute. Number three, this person cares deeply for me. 
Number four, this person will willingly help me in any possible way. Number five, my thoughts and feelings are understood and affirmed by this person. These results are putting in correlation with the specific values which characterize an individual such as psychological and physical well-being, social support, and health. Like I said, having an emotional, intimate relationship promotes a better life. Your mental well-being, your mental health, and your physical health, everything in general, improves when you have this strength in your bonds. The results provided by the scale prove a positive relationship between an increase of EIS and an increase of the individual social support, self-efficiency, life satisfaction, and other positive effects. It also shows a negative relation between the decrease on emotional intimacy scale and in an increase of stress, pain, and fatigue for the individual. An intimate relationship gives us intimate of purpose and belonging, which increases the sociological and psychological well-being. So for you guys out there that are scared to commit and open up and build an intimate, strong, emotional relationship, just know that you're doing yourself a disservice because the way we create a beautiful life is when we create beautiful relationships. And the way to do that is to really focus and do the homework to build a strong, intimate bond, emotional intimacy. Hmm. I can't wait to hear all your questions. I know this episode is going to be super interesting and I'm going to be discussing a lot more about emotional intelligence on the road as well, as, as much as um physical intimacy right because a lot of people are clueless and they don't even recognize if this is a big part of your relationship or not so stay tuned for more episodes to come a date with tinderella